Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from our two different points of view. Mine being the somewhat cynical cinephile. And mine being the hopeless romantic. My name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And today we're going to be taking a look at Maple Valley Christmas. Yeah, this is a lovely title. You know, it, it really is. I, I have a lot of criticism about these titles, but I like this one. This one, this one already feels, feels nice and homey. <laughs> so, Stephanie... Yes, Hamilton. Is this wonderfully titled film one that you would watch again while sipping on some hot maple syrup? Or perhaps you would have on in the background while you were reining up a horse? Or even more mayhaps, you wouldn't want to see this one again because you would be on a sleigh ride. Oh, do you sip maple syrup? Yes, you sip it warm. It's delicious. A lot, of, a lot of people do it. Pick it up. I have not heard of that. Um, but a sleigh ride does sound nice. Right, right. <laughs> those options were a little misleading because mm-hmm. they were making me like want to choose those options. But I'm going to go with, I'm, I'm not going to sip the maple syrup. Well, you're missing you, out. You're as missing you suggested. Out. But I would, I would watch this movie again. Okay. Um, side note, it's is maybe not one that I would like run to for a good time, but no. it was really well done. Mm. Uh, and it, it was, it was just a beautiful film yeah. in general. So that's why I'm going to say that I would watch it again, but you kind of have to be in the right mood for it. This one definitely, you know, lives up to the, the movies and mysteries, uh, channel where they're a little bit more heartfelt, a little bit more, a little more sad and, this one definitely had that for me. Uh, for me personally, you didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, I, I would watch this one again. I would watch this one again. I think the first part was a little slow for me, but the second half really brought me in. Um, this one will be a rewatch for me with the maple syrup and all. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was a, a slower movie. It's a slow burn. It's a slow burn. Um, but those are, sometimes I like movies like that, that are a little slower. I don't need like constant, you know, action. Or laughter. Or we laughter. don't need constant laughter yeah. action. Um, and I mean, I know you're going to get into technical, but Ooh, visually yes, this, this movie to me was just magical you hear that it's a chef kiss that's what that's what you're gonna get when when i talk about it yeah it just had like this magical feel to it wherever this location was like the farm like everything during it, christmas it was in maple valley it, yeah what are you talking about? um i want to i want to live there yeah. i i want to work on that farm make some maple syrup to sip and you know i just wanted to transport myself over there yes i wholeheartedly agree and we're going to talk about why this I mean, there's a lot that went into making this film so beautiful, um, and we'll, we'll talk about why that is, because it wasn't just, you know, the location, which obviously that helped a ton, but it was what they did with the location, and we're going right. to dive into that. Um, but before we do the, the divings, uh, why don't you go ahead and give us that, that wonderful Maple Valley plot summary? This one, uh, this one was a rough, rough one for me, so I apologize for what you're about to hear. Oh, wow, I can't, can't wait to hear it. Our listeners, I'm sure, are on the edge of their seat after that. Sometimes I don't write these like ahead of time and we're getting ready to record and I'm like, oh shoot, I need to quickly write this. Don't give them the secret of well, the podcast. Well, the secret is this one, this one didn't have much time to, to cook in the oven. So Erica struggles with change. 
So when her mom decides to move to Italy and hand down the family farm to her daughters, a lot of emotions arise. She meets mystery man Aaron, who she has an immediate connection with who also happens to be bidding on the property next to her farm, a property that once belonged to her family and holds a lot of memories for her. Through time spent together on the farm, a place that also holds memories for Erin, Erica finally allows herself to open up to change and love. Mm. That plot summary was a slow burn. <laughs> it was. There's, there's a lot of memories held a lot, in that lot of plot memories. summary. A lot of memories in that plot summary. Uh, that was very good. Thank you. Um, don't, don't lie to me. No, I'm not lying. I'm not, it was a slow burn. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about our, our two main leads here. We have a few uh, people that I think we need to bring up here, but we'll talk about our two main leads first. Of course, we have the wonderful Andrew Walker, um, who is an absolute delight. We've had him on the, the podcast before. A lovely, lovely human being. And he plays Aaron, wannabe rancher, um, in this film with some big, big old daddy issues. I feel like Andrew Walker always plays a character with like huge daddy issues. Yeah. They love to give him those daddy issue roles and he plays them so well. <laughs> he really does. Uh, we also have newcomer to Hallmark, Peyton List, mm -hmm. uh, who plays Erica. And I thought she was wonderful. I really enjoyed her and Andrew together. I thought yeah. they had incredible chemistry. Ooh. Um, yes. Oh, that sounds uh, not so sure about no, her. No, no, no. I'm, I'm sure about her. I didn't like her character. I didn't like her character, Erica. Mm. Um, just a little, a little too much for me. You know, the, almost felt... I don't know the not handling change and her kind of lashing out with that. It just, I just, I couldn't get into her, you know, like for me personally, I either need to hate a character or love a character. And I did not, I did not love her. Like I mm. resonated more with her sister. Her sister felt more, um, more on my speed than, than she did. Yes. And I mean, I was speaking to Peyton as an actor. I thought she did a wonderful oh, job, she did an amazing job, but I agree that her character at times, not always was a little hard um, to, like. to, to get behind. Yeah, exactly. She just, she needed to lighten up a little bit, it but you know, up. I've been told that in my life. So I, I was trying to find a way to connect to her. Um, and change is hard for some people. Well, but you connected when she went in for that kiss, you know? Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> but speaking of her sister, I also thought, you know, as a supporting cast that she did, I thought she did a great job. I honestly, had to look up i was like are they really sisters like they looked very similar mm -hmm. and they had the um, similar like they had like a sister vibe you know? yeah like i believed them and um and then of course the always mm -hmm. delightful franny flanagan she's the best she is the best who we plays ina their mother and she i i loved her in this movie and i love that we got to see like more of her like i yes. feel like she had like a bigger storyline than maybe she normally has in some of these movies so that was really fun to get to see more of her um and yeah i thought she did a, a great job she as was well. great and you know you know she's always wonderful and really like you said getting a chance to see her just kind of have the scene more and just really run with it and you know, make me believe that she loved Erica, even though Erica was a horrible person. So I, I love that aspect <laughs> of it. She, she did wonderful. Well, 
I don't she know if I was She wasn't horrible. <laughs> Come on, I'm just joking. She wasn't There's no horrible. way Aaron could have loved her if she was horrible. <laughs> That's true. He just had to crack that, you know, spiny shell that she had around her. But I, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about that meat cute. Can we? Can we talk about the meat cute? I said it, it started off kind of slow. It started off kind of slow after after the meat cute, you know, I'll say cuz the meat cute was was spicy. I mean, and it's like an extended meet mm. cute, but I mean, what's more magical than meeting a mystery man in the snowy woods on a horse? On a horse with the fog. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the they... fog and the snow. Um, it just, yeah, it was dreamy. It, dreamy is a great way to describe it, and you know, we talk about these locations, and, and part of the reason why these locations popped was the the set design, and so there really was a lot of fog in these these woods here and they just had it kind of drifting and even the first shot of the film she's on a horse and the fuga is just kind of coming in through the trees and it's just so magical and wonderful and then we have andrew walker just straddling up on a horse through the tree like just uh, i mean what more do you want yeah what do, he's, more do you he's, want stra- he's straddling that horse <laughs> more do you want uh for those that don't know uh fog as uh, sir hamilton <laughs> says he means fog it's what it's what they, he's trying that's to what say. i said i said fog yeah Yes, it it was so, it made it so like intimate because it was just them and the two, horse, yeah, and the horse. Uh, the lighting was beautiful mm. and the woods, like it just, yeah, like I said, it was very dreamy. And I mean, I don't know that you get much better than that. That's like a very like storybook sort of storybook. Yeah, I like that. And just real quick to to piggyback. Not piggyback. Yeah, I guess it is. Leapfrog. Piggyback and leapfrog. Straddle. Straddle the uh, the meat cute. You know, part of the reason why, again, it looks so good, is the, the color grading. You know, we talked about the set mm. design real quick. The color grading on this film was very deep. And what I mean by that is they actually, they almost like crushed the blacks. So they brought down the blacks. And so the blacks almost had this kind of uh, flatness to them that was really nice to see. And they put a lot of blues, deep blues in the shadows to really bring that up and a lot of oranges in the highlights. And so what that does is it gives you this wonderful tonality throughout the entire film and makes it look different from the other films that we see. So there was a lot of deep richness in the, in the film quality here that someone, you know, did that on purpose and it came through beautifully. Yeah, this is like one of the best looking yeah. vi- visually movies that I've ever seen. Color grading. I mean, the color, color grading was so art. I mean, you just said all of a bunch of stuff that I don't, you know, <laughs> fully understand. But I know that when I see it, I'm like, this is everything. Yeah. Like it, it just made the movie so much. It makes more... it feel cinematic. It really mm-hmm. does make it feel cinematic. And like I said, color grading is a true art. So whomsoever did the color grading on this. Bravo. But back to that that storybook meet cute. Go ahead, go ahead and run with it. Yeah. So you know he they go back to to her home. Mm. You know he helps her drop off the horse, as uh, as one will. And I would say, you know, I think I looked at the. I think we're like nineteen minutes mm-hmm. into the film 19 minutes and 32 seconds yeah yeah <laughs> did you <laughs> i did not <laughs> i was impressed <laughs> um i think i don't think this has ever happened in the history of hallmark movies but we're we're a little less than 20 minutes in and uh we needed to uh call some firemen 
in in here because we had a blazing inferno going on. Whoa, blazing on, inferno on this porch. Whoa, man, that porch is going to go up in flames. And you're right, the firemen need to get there. The blazing inferno. We haven't had a bla- well, no, we had a blazing inferno the other the other day. Um, we needed Luke, Andrew's <laughs> character from Three Wise Men and a Baby, over here with his fire brigade <laughs> to put put this out. Um, we get a kiss mm-hmm. and. The, just the whole scene. I mean, we've already talked about visually. Okay, it's amazing. We've got the lights on the house and everything. He's like touching her hair. That's how it starts off because she's got snow in it. And already we're like, ooh, we need to step back a little bit. So what's going on here? Um, <laughs> you've only just met. This doesn't usually happen till the end of the movie. And then she just goes in for yeah. it. You can hear, you, know, you feel it. Like the she's hunger. just staring. The hunger. She's just staring. Um, I think what the kids call it is thirst. The, oh, is that what the kids call yeah. it? The thirst? The, you know, like a thirst trap. Ooh, thirsty. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like mine. I like the hunger. Uh, the ravenous so, hunger in her eyes. She goes for it. And mm-hmm. I know you say, you know, you have some issues with Erica, but this is my girl right here. No, I love her. She is just yeah. going yeah. for it. And it couldn't It couldn't have been better. It was It was steamy. It, and, and yes, I rate this kiss a blazing Ooh. inferno. Just the whole scene. And she's then she's like, I don't know what came over me. And I'm like, yeah, I do. It's Andrew Walker. <laughs> it's Andrew Walker. So, no, I mean, it was great. Yeah. It was absolutely wonderful to see. I love that she initiates it too. So not only do we have an early kiss, we have the female lead actually going in for it, um, which we don't see often. And just, yeah, it was just really nice to see. And, and surprising. surprising. Oh, I, love, I love when these movies surprise me. This movie was written by Joao Botkin, who is a, a friend of the podcast. An absolute lovely delight as well. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy you wrote this in here, Joao. This, yeah. this was nice. I feel like she wrote it for me. I feel like she wrote <laughs> this scene for me. She had, she it had your was, mind. She's like, what it was had my name like all over it. <laughs> Um, this is exactly what I want in in my movies. So thank you for that. Um, but yeah, speaking of writing, uh, this is one of the highlights of this movie was the script. I think that it was it was very smart. It was very mature. Um, lots of mature conversations, and I thought the dialogue was great. Joie is really great at giving us that authentic dialogue where it feels like people are just you know talking as people as people do but also they're like they're just like really like cool smart people that are talking i know as a one of the things there's a a scene where they're basically i guess they're asking aaron like how his christmases usually went like you know with his family Mm -hmm. members and he he says something about expensive gifts emotional stonewalling and baileys on (laughs) cornflakes And that's some joie dialogue, if I, if I've ever heard it, um, just ec- excellent. Yeah, no, there there's so many good conversations that are had in this film, and you know we always talk about adult conversations because these are adults, and um, I, I feel like Hallmark is is doing this more, and it, especially when joie is is writing these, we get those adult conversations, we get these real conversations that feels like real people would have together, and so I'm I'm very happy to see that, and that's the theme throughout, and so. I feel like, especially towards the end, like everything just kind of comes together and just, ah, it's beautiful at the end of the film. 
Yeah, I mean, Erica, she's a bit of a stick in the mud, so it can be a bit serious. Ooh, a stick in the mud. <laughs> you know, that's a good way. That's a good way to put her. Well, she 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 struggles with change, as I said in she, my award winning plot summary. She's spoiled to me. She feels like a spoiled person to me. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to like see it from her point of view. You know, like she this is how her life has been, and I'm sure at a certain time, I don't know if she blame certain things mm. on you know why her life is the way it is but honestly i mean and she does she grows and she realizes that her life is the way it is right because of herself she's the one that's in her way but you know if my mom just decided to up and leave to go to italy and leave me you know to run this farm with my sister you know i would probably be not so excited about it i either. mean that's, that's fair and maybe i'm a little harsh on her character but that that is a good point and another, just a quick example, I wrote down in my notes here of adult conversations, and I believe this one is a Franny line, uh, when she's talking about going to Italy, Italy, and she says, I need to do this for myself, and I want your support. Like, just something as simple as that just makes the movie feel so real and just grounds it in reality, and I want more of that. I, I love that. Yeah, and uh, what a storyline for Franny. I love that, you know, Mama gets an Italian lover. And he's and, great. Yes. He's amazing. And I love that she's like, the looks that she's giving when they're like, oh, you're going to go eat, pray, love through Italy. Well, and Erica has to throw in, well, there won't be the love part. And Franny's over here, you know, giving that side eye like, oh, well. Mm -hmm. And we so all saw it. We, we saw, saw it. it. We knew something was up. And um, yeah, her and Leo were adorable together. And so I loved that for her. So let's talk a little little technical after that Blazing Inferno. Um, we've mm -hmm. mentioned the color grading. We've mentioned, you know, the atmosphere in these scenes. Let's talk a little bit more about lighting. So we have beautiful rim light throughout the film. Everything is lit like three quarters. So we're seeing a lot of shadows on the faces. Nothing's really overblown. We don't have that high key. And one of the things I also want to talk about is in a lot of these scenes, uh, the way I like to light things, and I, th I think it's a really good way to light it is, you have the brightest part of the scene in the background. And the reason why you do that is because you want your, your sort of shadows in the front. Because if you think about watching a, a, a movie, you're in the theater or you're at home and it's dark, you're kind of going into the film. So if you have the brightest part on the edges of the screen, it's hard to you know transport yourself in there. But if it's dark on the edges, you can literally put yourself in the film a lot easier. You're going towards that light in the background. And so we see that a lot in this movie where they have the brightest part of the the scene in the background instead of in the foreground. So I love that. It's a small detail and I haven't seen it done much in these Hallmark movies. So that tells me that the cinematographer and the director knew what they were doing when they were lighting and it's it's awesome to see. Very technical. I know I know I went off on a technical tangent, but after that Blazing Inferno, I had to get some love in there. No, I, f I find that very fascinating. Um, and I know our technical lovers as well will find it fascinating too because I'm just looking at it and like everything is beautiful, but I love that you bring that sort of specificity to I it. I mean, there's a reason why it looks beautiful. All these little details in these films really go a long way to make it, you know, what it is, especially in this case. And the cinematographer of this film was Dan Dumichel. So wonderful job, Dan. We appreciate your efforts. They shine through, much like the bokeh in this film. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, Paul Ziller was the director as well. So shout out to him and Dan working together to make this film what it was. So one of the, one of the things you guys know we talk about is is conflict and you know they kind of set this up where 
you know, he is not going to buy the land, even though his dad wants him to, and she's going to find, you know, so it's kind of set up here. What was surprising, though, in this film is that the conflict doesn't come, you know, in later in the later half of this movie. It actually comes about halfway in the movie when the dad shows up and is like, oh, you haven't bought the land yet? And so I, I don't know how you thought about it. I liked that the conflict came early. We knew it was coming, and we, we see it right away. Yeah, it was interesting how they played this, that Aaron is, you know, sort of wanting to go his own way and go sort of defy his dad's wishes and sort of seeing that. So there is, I feel like, I mean, there's multiple conflict because there's conflict between Aaron and his father, but then there's the con, there's, there's a lot of conflict. There's conflict. Movies between, and mysteries. It's conflict. There's city. conflict between Erica and Aaron yep. because of you know this situation, and then also Erica and her sister and, her and family and her yep. mom, um, you know, dealing with that. Her sister doesn't want to buy the land, the property on the side. She just doesn't want to take on that responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, and so they sort of bump heads, or they do bump heads about it, and. Yeah, so there's a there's like a ton of conflict in this and it is throughout the movie. So, you know, it's believable though. And I, I think that that's the difference here is that it's believable, it's adult, it, it's not silly, you didn't call me back kind of thing. It, it feels real to me and I think it grounds these characters a lot more. Exactly. Uh but as we said, this isn't one that you would go to for for a good laugh or um, you know, there's there's a little humor mm-hmm. here and there, but uh, definitely more serious side as we know the movies and mysteries uh, do, but still enjoyable to me because I do love good performances, a good drama here and there. I, I think, you know, speaking of performances, I, I think this might be one of my favorite Andrew Walkers in terms of his performance. I mean, he has some scenes in here that are just so heartfelt and believable and he's bringing his A game for these scenes and just really emotionally charged and, and great work, Andrew. Well, yeah, we actually, you know, we're catching up on the ones that we really wanted to see. So we actually reviewed Three Wise Men and a Baby before this one. And as you know, we did say, like, we've never seen Andrew this way. And, I mean, he did stretch himself for Three Wise Men and a Baby. But I did see a lot of that same sort of emotion in this one as well between him and his father. And I thought, yeah, he did an amazing job. With the fire truck. I mean, all that stuff. He Just some, some wonderful work. Back to a little romance. We're getting a little, we're getting a little bogged down with the drama here, but the, one of the most beautiful, I mean, this movie again, stunning throughout, Mm -hmm. but one of the most visually beautiful scenes was the dinner scene. And we have wonderful little moments with Erica and Aaron, even throughout the conflict and the sort of, you know, awkwardness of like, oh, your dad's trying to buy this land and I want it. And, um, you know, there's a scene where, he goes on a little ride. She like leads these tours through the woods and, you know, showing them the, the maple trees and stuff like that. And so he goes for a ride with her. She, he gets to sit up front with her and then, you know, she's there's a line where she's like, Oh, do you think you can handle it? And he's like, Oh, I can handle it. <laughs> I mean, this, this scene very uh very suggestive a sexual innuendo or is it just us was anyone else picking up what they what i think they we were, were all down? picking up what they were putting down and it's really like you said the sleigh ride towards the the restaurant that they're going to eat at or i'm sorry the the food hall that they're going to eat at beautiful you know nothing like a sleigh ride we see andrew walker in a beanie 
which we've never seen before. Love that look. That was fun. <laughs> so uh, cute. Um, but then we have that really sweet handhold where they close yeah. up on their hands and he just sort of reaches over mm. their, They have the gloves on their hands and the handhold. And I, I got goosebumps. Like I, it just was like, you're reminding of you, like when you're young and you're, you know, cause we've been together for a while. So it's been a while since I've like, you know, held someone's hand for the first time but you remember those butterflies of when you first hold someone's hand and you know you get those like goosebumps so i just i thought that scene was was adorable um yeah it was and i mean then they go to the the food hall like you were saying absolutely beautiful inside i mean cask of wine or bourbon on the walls just lights everywhere people are there it's lit beautifully it's not overlit you know it's 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 wonderful to just look at the only thing I'll say is that we have a little bit of wandering camera at the dinner table. So the camera goes back and forth as they're talking. You don't need to do that. We, the conversation is good enough. You, you just lock that camera off or give me a little, little push in or something very subtle. You don't need to go back and back and forth with the pan. But other than that, love the scene. Yeah. And, you know, just so romantic, like the the surrounding of them. And then we have like a little dance and. Uh, you know, he's like telling her his, he's telling her how he feels. He's talking about his feelings, which is just so attractive. Yeah. Uh, and you know, telling her like, when I'm with you, I feel found. And, and it was almost like a neck kiss when he's saying that. Like it was, <laughs> there, it was nice. It was very nice. Uh, so we have some really great chemistry, some really great romance going on between Erica and Aaron. And I, I was all about it. And the thing that was kind of bothering me about about Aaron's character is that he was almost like too perfect right like he is just this wonderful guy and just comes across throughout the whole film like that and during conversation he's like oh I'm being too positive I'm being too perfect and she's like yeah you are and just that sort of moment there is like he admits that he is that way I thought was was beautifully written I, I love that aspect of it but she likes it like she's like I you know it's refreshing to her like that he's so positive and um you know, but of course he does have his issue, his daddy issues, as, as we talked about. And we talked about his, you know, amazing performance uh, coming to mind when he finally, you know, it finally comes to a head yeah. where he tells this story to Erica about oh, the, fire the, the fire truck and how he got this as a, a, a toy as a child and, you know, he would play with it all the time and it had lights and it made noises. And then one day it just broke. It just stopped. It stopped working. And then he never played with it again. And it was kind of sad. And then whew, we find out the truth. I love how this, like we hear that part of the story and then we hear the other part of the story later on. Like that's so smart. Yeah. You don't think anything of it. You're like, oh, he's just telling a story about his childhood and you know how he had a, a tough time. His dad, you know, maybe wasn't the the most loving, affectionate father, maybe not around much. Um, and then we find out how much of a monster the dad really is. <laughs> uh that he he told the mom don't don't put batteries back take the batteries out don't refill them say it's broke because don't replace the batteries it was annoying yeah it was heartbreaking to find that out and you know that that amazing scene like i said when they sort of hash it out and he's like i didn't need to be taught i needed to be loved and it was just like oof, it just hit you right there just great performances and the father too was just really good here um the thing so i will say this because we're getting close to towards the end here i don't it's hard for me because this man is so so wretched i I I would call his dad a wretched person 
because he is that way, his turn towards the the light side of the force is is a little it doesn't fit for me. Did you have a problem with that him being so good at the end? Like I thought there'd be some sort of Well, you had a great theory, which they didn't they didn't do. Right. Um, was that the dad wanted to buy the land because it had memories of like his wife and you know how they used to go as childhood. They didn't really talk about that. Yeah, and that was weird because Andrew's like, oh, I've been here, and he had been there before with like a, like a family trip. And so I was like, okay, there has to be some sort of family connection here. I thought that was going to be his redeeming arc, was that he was Aaron was going to find out that his dad was trying to get that land for yeah. him and because it held so much so much uh, sentiment and memories for them and, as yeah. a family. But that didn't happen. No, I mean, he just, you know... Um, Aaron decides to quit and that's kind of what shakes him. And so he, he, it's like he starts being nice because he doesn't want to lose his son to take over the business is kind of what it seems like. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't, I didn't, that was the one thing that didn't sit well with me so much. Yeah. But we do, we do have the scene though. And that, I mean, it redeemed it for me. He, he gives, he gives him the, the truck that yeah. he's opening that package. And I, I think I even said out loud, Oh my God, if that fire truck is in there, <laughs> And sure enough, it was. But where did the fire truck come from? Sure is enough. Is the dad just traveling around with the fire truck? And is like, where did that come from? So that. He had it shipped in. I mean, yeah, he would have had to. He would have had to. Or he ordered it from eBay. I don't know. Um, either way, we get that fire truck back in Aaron's yeah, hands. And was, the tears are flowing. It was, it was a good scene. It was very touching. Was um, but I did think it was funny, as I mentioned, that he, you know, loved the fire truck as a kid. And then he played a fireman and three wise men and a I baby. Mean, come on. All um, the same character. It's all it's all connected in the Hallmark verse. But then, I mean, let's talk about the the conflict coming to a head between Aaron and Erica when they just kind of go off on each other. Um, mm, that was that, that was, was that was intense. That was an emotionally charged scene. I know and you got the line. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting ready. I'm looking oh. at my notes. <laughs> I maybe, got it in my notes. If you don't have it, maybe this is this is Aaron talking to Erica after they you know they're going back and forth at each other. Maybe you pick the right guys and just drive them away. Ooh, ooh, that's spicy. Well, that's not as spicy as what she says. Oh, you, you, you got her. I love that. I got hit. She you says, you're a rich kid who's lost and wants to put on a Stetson and play cowboy. Oh, man, that hurts me just hearing it again. Ooh. Yeah, it was the back and forth, man. These were brutal, but yeah. uh, it was entertaining. And, you know, he's like, you were never going to give me that hat. Because he's been wanting to get that cowboy hat I the wanted whole the movie. cowboy hat the whole movie. Um, and she's like, you got to earn it. And he's like, I didn't, you were never going to give it to me. And he's like, you, you know, like you said, you don't, you know, maybe you don't pick the wrong guys. Because she's like, oh, I just always pick the wrong guys. And he's like, I don't think that's it. I think you pick the right ones. You just, just drive, drive them away. away. So Aaron is spitting out truth. And she... You know, it's having a hard time hearing it, but he's totally right. She really, she needs to lighten up. Yeah. But of course, we we get the we get the wonderful happy ending. Yeah, I mean, we had to have a happy ending. <laughs> she, which is a little weird. She invites, she realizes what she's done, and she's like, "Man, he was a good one. I I messed up." So she invites him over for like Christmas dinner, but she also invites his dad over, which was weird. Yeah. Um, I guess because she wants them to be together. She's trying to help, I o- guess. A little overstep. A little, little overstep. <laughs> yeah. Um, and real awkward when the dad shows up and Aaron doesn't. <laughs> I thought the dad was going to be like 
Peace. I'm I'm out. Aaron's not here? Oh. I don't um, know you guys. Who are you? I'm going back. Well, I guess I'm going to leave then because I was only going to come here to be with my son and I don't know who you people are. So, um, But no, he stays. And then, of course, Aaron shows up. We have really sweet. They like hold hands under the table. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the hand holding. I love seeing it. And, you know, she takes him back to the barn and <laughs> you know what happens next. We get a cowboy hat. <laughs> Brings he, out the biggest he, box ever. <laughs> He gets his cowboy hat. And I must say, Andrew Walker, he knows how to rock a cowboy hat. He does. I mean, he rocked the beanie. He's rocking the, He's a hat man in this movie. And I Who knew? It. They don't do they don't do a lot of hats. They in hate these it. Remember movies. we we talked to yeah. we talked to some of our, our costume design friends and they hate the hats. And of course, you know, he never had to earn it. She he never had to earn that hat. He earned it by dealing with her throughout this whole movie is how he earned it. Cuz she was a, she was um, not nice. But we do have a kiss. And I rated it Sparks. The only thing is, they do the thing that you know out. that I hate. They pull out. The minute they start kissing, they just do the pull back. Yeah. The only thing that sort of like saved it was it is a beautiful shot well, visually, the whole movie is, is shot obviously. Um, so you know, just stay on them a little bit more. Let's go in before you zoom out. Yeah. That's don't, all. Don't that's pull all out. I ask. Pull in. Come on, let's get let's get a little close. But uh, but yeah, this was a very sweet movie it had the romance that i love Mm -hmm. visually stunning as we gushed about before done beautifully uh wonderful script a little more serious than i would want to watch all the time but i think it's definitely worth a watch and if i saw it playing i i would watch it again just because i I really like the chemistry Mm -hmm. between aaron and peyton and yeah beautiful beautiful job yep Great job, everyone involved. I think we appreciated this one. Like I said, a little a little slow in the beginning for me, but the back half just really picked it up. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week to hear our thoughts. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social mm-hmm. media. We're on Instagram and Twitter and sometimes on YouTube. Sometimes. <laughs> um, you know, we're, 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 we are where we need to be. When we need to be there. there. Uh, So thank you all. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks.